to me, hatred is, is just a horrible word because nothing good in this world has ever come from hatred. But what I literally had to do was I took a tough look in that self-accountability mirror and I said, this is either going to be my breaking point or my making point. And what I made a decision at that point was I said, I need to take this and I need to make it my... This is Scratch Your Own Itch, the one show that delivers the conversations that we're afraid to share, but need to. This show is all about creating a life worth living. I'm Logan Tyler Nelson, and I'm your host. So you're going to hear conversations with creators and entrepreneurs talk about what they do, their current and past traumas, how they became who they are, and what they are truly curious about. This is the show where we talk about the things we think about a lot, but need to talk about more. Please take note that this show is not a substitute for actually creating a life worth living, because this show will stir your beliefs, make you question what it means to create a life worth living. So my promise to you is to always give you one question to answer for yourself today, to start turning your dreams into a reality. So, my curiosity question for you is, why is it so often we know what we need to do, but we don't do it? Let me ask you that again. Why is it that sometimes we know exactly what we need to do, but we don't do it? Knowledge is so abundant nowadays, right? And... Why is it that we keep doing this to ourselves? Okay, let me set this home. So maybe you're an idea machine and you keep having all these great ideas for your business or your book or your big talk that you plan on giving. But then what happens after a few weeks, maybe the first, second or third week, you start to lose the momentum. After that fourth week, the fifth week, the sixth week, and the seventh week, you are just nowhere close to knowing where that end is anymore. And if this is you, I want to let you know, first of all, that you are not alone. And second of all, in today's episode, I brought on a guest that is going to give us a system where this doesn't happen anymore. His name is Christopher Worth. And he is the president and founder of No Quit Living Coaching. And he and I are going to go deep into his own story and how he's actually helping others follow through with their big idea. So, without further ado, I'd love for you to give a huge warm welcome to the one and only Chris Furworth. Hey, Chris, man, how you doing? I'm doing good, man. I appreciate the opportunity. Yeah, dude. Um, what what do you like being called, Christopher, Chris, uh, Jay Worth? What do you you got <laughs> middle middle letter of Jay Worth? 
You know, it's funny. I go by Chris and Christopher, and what I tell people is whatever they prefer because as long as you're just calling me something, we're good to go. <laughs> I love it. Um, well, if uh, Christopher comes out every now and then, I might just uh, keep doing that. So, Christopher, the mission of the show is really to scratch your own itch, and what that means is to have a problem that maybe you dealt with in the past or you're currently dealing with and by doing this you are solving it for other people and you're creating a business out of it so when I ask you this question what does that mean to you how are you scratching your own itch you know for me it was something that happened earlier this year was I took a tough tough look at at my life and in the mirror and I realized that I had the wrong people on my bus and the wrong people in my corner and what that meant for me was that to get the right people on my bus and the right people in my corner, I had to get the wrong people off of my bus and out of my corner. And what that did for me was, and it wasn't overnight and it wasn't easy in any way, shape or form, but what happened is since that literally the beginning to the middle of February, my life, my both personal and my professional life has just literally taken off. and. It's not that these people were bad people and it's not that these people were criminals or doing anything illegal or per se wrong. But for me, it was just very simple is they didn't have my best interests at heart and they weren't in my corner, meaning that I knew that they really I really couldn't count on them. And the other piece, which was really difficult to understand once I really realized it was that they were bringing more negativity and stress in my life than they were bringing positivity. So for me. It's been literally a complete turn, complete change. And what I'm talking now a lot about, not only with my podcast, but some of my speaking and coaching and training is it doesn't matter where people are in life. You could be young, old, entrepreneur, an employee. You could be in school, a parent. What you need to do is you need to make sure that in your life you have the right people in your corner and on your bus. And if you have those people that are constantly bringing more negativity and more stress to your life, then they're bringing positivity and optimism, then you need to readdress and reassess where you are. And the flip side of that too is, is one of the things we talk about quite often is the whole concept of paying it forward. So if you need to get the right people on your bus and in your corner, the flip side is you need to make sure that you're the right person and you truly have other people's best interests as well. Oh my God, man, that's so great. I, I love uh, the idea of just you realizing that you wanted to get yourself around some new people. Um, and I'd like to kind of go into your story then and talk about the worst pain point that you had during your life where you just said, no more. I, I, I know I need to change now, and this is it. And, and this is when I'm going to start actually making something like my podcast or actually starting my own coaching business. What was that huge uh, pain that happened to you? You know, there, there wasn't, there wasn't one specific huge pain there. There was, there was a couple things, but I'm going to go back to, to a little bit of the story that I shared with you because it's ironic for me because I had always believed in the whole concept of positivity and no quit living. And the biggest foundation of no quit living is just really making sure that when life hits you and when you get knocked down, you keep going and you get up. And if you get knocked down, you know, two times, you got to get up two times, you got to get up again, you got to keep going. But it goes back to 
to this January and February for me when when I realized that I have I have three amazing kids and I have a really supportive family and I have a real great group core of friends. I had some of those people that I was just personally spending a lot of time, money and effort with and on and I just realized that it wasn't being reciprocated and it's not that I hate those people or despise those people because to me hatred is is just a horrible word because nothing good in this world has ever come from hatred but what I literally had to do was I took a tough look in that self-accountability mirror and I said this is either going to be my breaking point or my making point and what I made a decision at that point was I said I need to take this and I need to make it my my turning point and I need to make a decision and I kind of coined a saying is is you can be bitter or you can be better, but you can't be both. And what I decided at that point was I said, I'm not going to get upset. I'm not going to be revengeful. I'm not going to look to attack against those people. But what I'm going to do is I'm going to separate myself from them. And what I'm going to do then is I'm going to take them off of my bus and I need to get the right people on my bus. And I met a couple amazing people within these last two months and, and someone in particular that just really stood by me and said, Hey, I got your back and I really have your best interest in heart. And the flip side is I do that as well, not only to that person, but to others. And when you just gel with people and you realize that they have your best interest and you have their best interest, there's amazing things that can happen. But I was very vulnerable at that point and it was difficult and it was a tough time for me. And, And like I said, is it was probably my toughest point where I said, this is either my make or break moment. And it's much easier said than done, but I've made a decision then. And I've made a decision every day since is no matter how tough it gets is I know how I have those great people in my corner that I can pick up my phone or send a text to, or even grab lunch or dinner. And for me, it's spending more time with those like-minded people and less time with those people that just bring negativity and stress in your life. And again, it's so much easier said than done. But for me, I feel that every single day I'm doing it, I'm getting one step closer to my greatness and I'm getting one step removed from those negative people and those people that bring stress into my life. So who is the first person that you reached out to that you believe that could start bringing in this lifestyle that you wanted to start living? You know, it was, it was actually my, my parents that I I first reached out to. Um, I'm very close with both my mother and my father and initially reached out to them and, and, you know, they're always in my corner. And I think most parents always, uh, and I have three young kids myself, so, you know, I'm always in their corner, but it was interesting is, is when I made that decision to, to move forward, I realized that they were there and I realized that they were there more so than I probably knew because you, a lot of times people internalize things and it's almost like fight or flight and you kind of do things yourself. And then I reached out to a couple, a couple of friends, a couple of close friends that, I knew were good friends, but really realized even more so how much that they they really had my my back. And it's just amazing when you focus on the good things. It's almost like it continues to spiral in a good way where better things happen and you meet another amazing person. And all of a sudden that person says, hey, you should meet this person. And all of a sudden the positives kind of just continue to roll. And for me, it's all about adding to the positives. And like I said, it's it's the whole concept of of paying it forward with zero expectations. And I have to, I have to say that through my podcast and through a lot of the other stuff I'm working on, I've been able to make introductions and connect other people. And for me, it's almost like when I connect you to somebody, then you connect someone to somebody else, all of a sudden it comes full circle. And 
20 people doing amazing things together is so much more powerful than two or three people doing amazing things together. And that's been the best part about this whole process is back to my point is I made a decision. I said, I'm not going to get bitter. I'm not going to be bitter and I'm not going to act revengeful. Now, as I said before, it wasn't easy and it's still not easy or simple, but every day I get closer and almost every time I connect with someone, just like how you and I connected, there's so much opportunity to keep going and be that positive force in someone's life. Even if it's only for an hour or a day, my objective every single day when I go to bed at night is I ask myself a question. Did I have a positive impact on somebody today? And the days that I, I do, it's an amazing feeling. Hey, Logan Tyler Nelson here. I would so appreciate it if you took some time to hit the subscribe button. I really want to just honestly live and give. Why? Because I was told when I was young that if you're feeling down, the best way to feel better is by lifting someone up again. So in an effort to make someone feel less alone, please hit the subscribe button so the podcast has a better chance of being found and making someone feel less alone. And if you're feeling down, hey, it can help you. Know that by hitting that subscribe button, you just did someone a huge favor. So thank you for hitting that subscribe button. Oh, man, I love it. I love it. Yeah, it's contagious. It's so contagious to just um, be able to uh, bring that sort of positivity. And uh, But I, I really want to start talking about some other stuff, some pain points, some sort of like, I mean, we've talked about pain points, but I want to talk about some like actual like tactics that someone could start today. Um, you said you wrote down a, a question for yourself. Did I help someone else out? What else do you kind of do for yourself, maybe in the morning, maybe uh, mid-afternoon when you're getting tired and exhausted, that has allowed you to, to sort of tap into the reason why you keep going? That's a great question, and I ask a similar similar question on, on my show. But for me is I try to start every single day with some type of gratitude. And it could be something simple as one person or two or three things that I'm grateful for. And what it does for me is is it gets me in the right frame of mind. I also try to work out every single morning, uh, which, I, which I think I do almost every single day. And for me, it just clears my mind, clears my head, gets my endorphins going. And then for me, I'm a big, I don't wanna say journal person because it's not per se a journal, but I'm a big writer where I'm always writing different things down. And for me, I'm always looking to improve myself. And so the personal development component for me is pretty simple. But what I would recommend to to people out there is is grab a pen and a piece of paper and just jot different things down. Something as simple as even if you're having a tough day or a tough week or it's been a tough month is try to write down three to five things every single day that you're grateful for. And like I said, it could be people, could be places, could be materialistic things. And there's nothing wrong with that. But what it does is is it gets you going in the right frame of mind. Now, it doesn't mean that your day is going to be perfect and everything else goes away. But what it does mean is that it puts yourself in a right frame of mind. And it reminds me of a great quote by Albert Hubbard, which I've said probably a million times over the last three or four years, is positive anything is better than negative nothing. And I think whatever people are going through, you can't control other people. You can't control the weather. You can't control other people's actions, their comments. But what you can control is you can control your mind in the sense of making things more positive than they are negative. Now, it's very difficult to go through life and every single day saying this is absolutely perfect, everything's amazing. 
But what happens is you have a choice in the morning, in the afternoon, and even in the, in the evening is, can I make this more positive than, than it is negative? And for me, one of the things that I've started to do, and I don't do it enough, as you asked in the afternoon, is if I get tired or if I get a little bit negative, what I'll try to do is I'll try to go outside and just go for a walk for a couple minutes. And for me, I leave my phone actually in my office and I just clear my mind. And it could be literally a three-minute walk around the, the block or it could be five or ten-minute walk. But for me, I just clear my mind, get away from the electronics and kind of try to refocus. And it doesn't per se always wake me up in the sense of I'm completely energized, but it definitely helps and it gives me a little bit more focus for the rest of the day. I love it, man. I love it. Simplicity is magical. It really is. Um, one thing that I I have to say is that when you, I, I'm just saying this because it's the truth, when you want to start giving that stuff up because you don't see the like direct return of investment in taking the time and doing the reflections and taking the time to do the little walks and taking the time to just check in with a quote that you love, You'll see the change if you want to like really just test it out, and if you give that up, I I know if, maybe Chris you can attest to this where you give those those little uh, habits uh, two or three days of rest and you don't do them. All of a sudden you go uh, uh, like after those three days, you do kind of uh, feel more anxiety and and feel a little bit more down and and feel emotionally drained. Um, uh, have you ever had those instances where you just kind of like? life's just been so crazy that you kind of just didn't do those anymore? Oh, yeah, I, I, I could not agree more. As I think anybody that tells you they do the exact same thing every single day, no matter what, I think is either living a really cool life or they're probably lying to themselves a little bit because every everybody goes through ups and downs. But I, I could not agree more. As there are definitely days and weeks where things get busy, and sometimes I travel for different speaking events and things, and all of a sudden you miss a day or two, and you kind of say, wow, you know, I miss I miss this and I miss that. And then for me, you know, talking to a lot of friends and, and colleagues and they talk about the same thing when it comes to working out and say, oh, you know, I've been busy the last you know week or two. I haven't been to the gym. And, and not that you gain weight overnight, but the reality is it just gives you a different feeling. So so I would, you know, something like I, I talk about quite often on my show is people talk about like losing weight and they say, I want to lose X amount of pounds. And then they on a t- Tuesday or Wednesday, they have a bad eating night or something and they say you know what I'll just start again Monday and then they jump off the bandwagon <clears throat> for two three or four days but what I tell people is if you miss those days or those habits don't worry about it you can't go back to yesterday you can't go back to two days ago wake up tomorrow and start again and that's something that I think is so easy but people often overlook is you can't go back to two days ago or three days ago or a week ago if we could everybody would be unbelievably successful and there'd be no problems but what you can do and what I can do is Start now. So if you had a tough morning and it was stressful with your spouse or your significant other or you had an argument at work, you can't go back to the morning or yesterday. But what you can do is you can say, okay, I'm going to start over right now at 3.30 or I'm going to start over tomorrow morning. But I really believe is, is when you look at what you need to do right now and you break it down into simple things that you can do. And I think a lot of times people look at the big end result and it's a lot of times paralysis by analysis. And I say, don't worry about six months from now. Don't worry about a year from now. Worry about right now. Take today and make it the best day you can. And like I said, if it's halfway through the day, say, okay, from this point forward, I'm going to have the best remaining part of this day as I can. Oh, man. I love that you break that down. I, you know, I started the show with, you know, why is it that so many people know what they need to do, but they just don't do it? And I, everything you've been talking about, 
are those little things that you can start applying. Um, I, I'll, I'll be honest with anybody that's listening right now. I don't do all this stuff, but I try. I, I, I try. Um, some days I don't get to doing this awesome reflection, and I don't, like, you know, hit myself in the back and say, like, you suck. Um, in my mind, I want to. But I won't do that just because I know that what is that doing? Like it's just it's just making me feel bad. It's giving me an association with something that could be potentially really great to potentially being really bad by by hurting myself for doing something that um, was supposed to help me instead of and and I know we can get addicted to this self help stuff. So I want to hear uh, maybe uh, uh, something that's a little I guess. Uh, I don't know, a struggle of yours that you try to implement every single day and, and it's just for some reason it's not working out for you. And so, you know, you kind of have to just uh, confess, hey, uh, you know what, this may not be for me. We have, what do you have, like four hours to go into that? Um, <laughs> you know, for for me, it it's not just one thing and I don't, I don't want to sound very broad or very vague, but for me, it's the word consistency. And I think a lot of people have a lot of goals and lofty objectives. And for me, it's consistency. So I read a lot. I try to write a lot. But there are those days where life just gets busy. And I think just like you said a minute ago is you don't do all these things every single day. I don't do all of them every single day. So for me, it's not just one thing. It's it's a lot of different things and a lot of little things that add up. So for me, as we're halfway through April of 2018, by the time of this recording, is I want to make the next, I guess, half of this year, two-thirds of this year, as successful as I can. So for me, I always look at different words, and a word that's popped up in my mind and on my show a bit in the last couple weeks is consistency. And for me, if you have two or three good days in a row and you have a bad day or two, that's okay. But what you need to do is you need to dust yourself off and start again. So for me, it wasn't just one thing or it isn't one thing, but I'm trying to focus more on the gratitude. I'm trying to focus more on reading. I'm trying to focus more on giving back and helping others and the consistency component. So if I have a day or a night when I ask myself, did I help somebody today? And the answer is no. Obviously, I'm not ecstatic about it, but what I look at is I said, okay, tomorrow's a new day and I can reach out to somebody and help them because for me, over the last two or three years, as we've launched No Quit Living in our podcast, I've had so many amazing people that have helped me out, whether it's five minutes, 10 minutes, 20 minutes. And some of my very close friends today, I didn't know a year or two years ago, but because they were willing to offer me time, advice, suggestions, I've been able to connect with them. And for me, it's all about paying it forward, but goes back to the just the small word consistency. And I think anybody you look at that's been successful in all walks of life, whether it's business, sports, politics, Whatever it is, it's they do all those little con- things consistently and they do them to a really high level, but they do all the little things and all those little things add up to huge things in the end. Hey friends, so let me ask you real quick. Are you someone who's trying to get more visibility? Who's trying to be in front of the crowd? Well, if that's you, I want to let you know that, first of all, you're not alone. Second of all, if you want to get on more podcasts or ones that actually scratch your own itch, meaning maybe you have a book or a business or maybe you do speaking or if you don't yet do speaking, maybe you can 
and maybe you'd love to. Well, I put something together for you. And in this little giveaway, I'm going to show you how to pitch yourself or podcast and how to actually be professional when you show up so you can be the next authority in your niche. So you can start scratching your own itch. I know what it's like to build something, create something, and then there just be crickets. No one wants that. You need to be seen. You need to be heard because you have a message to share. A message that is worthy of hearing. Podcasts nowadays, more than ever, are being consumed by people. And guess who's actually learning the knowledge that's being shared? It's podcast listeners. It gives you a license to be an authority in whatever area you really dream of being an authority in. So if this at all starts to give you a little itch to scratch, just email logan at logantylernelson.com. Again, that's logan at logantylernelson.com. thought I was the only one who uh, really said this to myself. Gosh, I, I got to do something different. Like, I'm not doing something right. And it, 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 it's such a, a freaking illusion that your mind wants to play on to you is, oh, I got to do something different because the thing I'm working on right now isn't working. And that may be slightly true, but I guarantee the person that practices a push-up, you know, 5,000 days in a row is going to get pretty damn good at doing push-ups versus the person that's, I'm going to try push-ups today, and I'm going to try a little bit of squats tomorrow, and I'm going to try a little bit of of, uh, pull-ups, and then I'm going to, you know what, I'm going to just go rogue, and I'm going to do burpees, and now, like, yeah, but not saying that you can't achieve a great push-up, but if you really want to become an amazing pusher-upper, I don't know why I'm talking about push-ups right now, but you know, it, it comes down to just being consistent with that action over and over time and time again. No, I love that, and I, I think that I'm a big workout guy myself, and I, and I know you are as well. Is it, It's all about the consistency, and you know, if you can't do a pull-up, don't try to do 12 pull-ups tomorrow. You know, if you can't do one, try to do one and then try to do one really well and then try to improve it where you do two and then maybe two months, three months, six months down the road, you're doing 10, 12, 14. But I think a lot of people look at that end result and say, I want to do this. And that's what you should do. And you should have those goals, no matter how lofty or big they are, but then you need to break them down into small bite-sized pieces. And, that, and like you said, the, the push-up is a great thing because most people don't go from doing zero push-ups a day to 50 in a row perfectly. It's You go from zero to one or two to two or three, and all of a sudden you fast forward, and now you're doing sets of 20, 25, 30. And that's where you go from being okay or average to good, and then from good to great, and then to great to unstoppable. Yeah, 100%. Um, absolutely. So I want to get into, uh, cause I think, dude, we've done a great job. I, I believe, or, um, a somewhat okay job. I think it's been <laughs> pretty good at, at getting a little bit of your story, getting some tactics, mindsets, and, uh, habits around what someone could implement today to becoming a little bit more persistent and also like letting them know life is life and, and it's not just one color and there's gray matter in there. So I want to get into scratching the surface curiosity questions, which is 
just really to make someone feel less alone, uh, to learn a little bit more about you, and then just some questions that I come up with throughout the week that I'm just like, I gotta ask this person this question. So whenever you're ready for that, man, I'm gonna I'm gonna shoot at you. Let's do it, brother. Let's do it. Awesome. Um, so I'd be crazy if I didn't ask a master interviewer like yourself, someone that has a podcast that I look up to extremely. Um, who is someone that you would love to get in front of you to interview and what question would you ask them? You know, that's a great question and, and it might be a cheesy answer, but it's, it's an impossible answer because it it couldn't happen. But if I could interview anybody, it would be Abraham Lincoln. And the reason being is of all the people that I look at who epitomize the whole concept or idea of, of no quit, it's definitely him. So unfortunately, that wouldn't be able to. Uh, that's not. That's not possible. Uh, but the second person, and I'm a big sports guy, and uh, bas- I played basketball and tennis in college. Is I have two people that I would love to interview: is Andre Agassi and Michael Jordan. And the reason being is, I looked up to both of them when when I was younger, and when I was growing up. And to me, they both had tough times throughout their career where they had the opportunity to give up or give in, but they kept on going. So for me, it would be it would be those two because I definitely can't can't interview Abraham Lincoln unless you know a secret that I don't know because if you do please share it with me well uh first of all I want to say that you're a total rebel because I asked you just one person not three (laughs) um and second of all um dude yeah after listening to your podcast I, I recall someone I recall you saying actually that Abraham Lincoln is quoted the most on your podcast. And, and one of the quotes that I live by absolutely 100% is, if I had three hours to cut down a tree, I'd probably spend two hours sharpening my axe and actually one hour cutting down the tree because um, you cannot do enough preparation. So yes. That's awesome. I couldn't agree more, man. Thank you so much for reminding me that quote, though, when I uh, forget it. So thank you, man. You got it, dude. Uh, the next question I'd love to ask you is what is a belief or some crazy thing that you used to think was totally true five years ago and now when you think about it, it's just that's garbage? Oh, man, that's a great question. You know, it comes back to is, – or it comes back to just thinking you know, I was interviewing somebody yesterday is, is I think hard work is the number one ingredient. I, I think – I used to think five years ago that all it took was hard work and all you need to do is just put your head down and, and work hard and, and you can achieve everything. Now, that doesn't mean that I, I don't or I think any less of hard work. But to your point about the Abraham Lincoln quote, what I see now more as I've gotten older and more in business and life is you need to take time preparing and planning and making sure you have the best tools or skills. So it's definitely about hard work and grinding it out. But hard work doesn't beat absolutely everything when all you do is is work hard. You need to make sure you have skills. And to my comment much earlier, you need to have make sure you have the right people in your corner and the right information and knowledge and coaches and mentors. So for me, it's definitely the whole mindset that, that hard work is a huge, huge key to any area of success. But it's also all the other stuff that goes along with it. Hey, Logan Tyler Nelson here. So really quick. I want to ask you if you could do a little bit of feedback. Yeah, that's right. Give me some feedback. I need to really know what is speaking to you, what you would love to hear on this podcast, what you'd hear more of, what you'd like to hear less of, and honestly, what is 
impacting your life. I started the show as a mission to talk about the things we think about a lot and need to talk about more and to scratch your own itch. And that means by solving a problem that you have with yourself and turning a business into it. So I want to know, what is it that you would love more of? So please let me know. And just you can either email me, logan at logantylernelson.com, or you can leave a review down below and just let me know what you like and what you don't like. And be honest with it. I don't really mind only because I want this show to be the best show that it can be. And it's not going to be the best show unless you're giving out the information. But don't just do it just to feel better about yourself. Really give honest feedback. You know how it is to be a creative. Uh, the people that are usually knocking your stuff are the same people that aren't creating anything. So if you're a creator yourself or if you want to start creating stuff, you get it. You need feedback and the right type of feedback. So I appreciate any feedback that I get. So please let me know. Thank you. And back to my interview. Yeah, lovely, lovely, awesome freaking answer, dude. I love that. Um, so true. So true. It's about working smarter, not harder all the time. Uh, but I love to ask you, Chris, what is something most people just don't know about you that you don't talk about on many podcasts? Wow, that's a great question. Um, man, something that uh, that's a tough question because I, I I think I tr- <laughs> I try to be uh, I try to be really uh, transparent on my show. Um, I guess one thing that they that people don't know is is when I was younger, I wanted to be an NBA basketball player, and being a five eleven white guy, my uh, NBA aspirations ended Division three basketball, but. It's not that I don't talk about it because it didn't happen or because I'm upset that it didn't happen. But for me is when I realized that I wasn't going to be an NBA basketball player, I actually started coaching basketball and I realized that I loved that just as much, if not more. And the reason I loved it more was because I'm helping other kids get better, improve and, and get to the next level. So that's definitely something I've never shared that piece with anybody on any podcast. So you definitely got something out of me. Thanks, man, for taking the time to do that uh, because that's the only reason why our education system is actually flawed, and I know that we could talk about that subject for hours. Is th- It's not that it's flawed. It's just the direction that we're using or the, the tool, like you were saying, isn't right. Like when you actually inspire kids with sports and stuff like that to learn a certain skill or a piece of knowledge through sports because body is connected to the mind and the mind is connected to the body. And so when you forget to do those, that's when our education system kind of goes bad. Um, so it kind of goes into the next question a little bit, which is if you were the president of a education system, what first course would you want to teach and why? That's a great question, and I have that answer. I've actually spoken about that offline. The biggest are the biggest. The first thing I would do, and I would I would talk about, and and I would change the the programs around, is having a goals and a personal development course. And the reason that is is I went to college. I was a double major in college, and and obviously went all through high school, middle school, elementary, and from preschool. And where I think our education system is, I don't want to say flawed per se, because I think that's a tough word. What I would say is is where I think we missed the mark a little bit is back when my parents and my grandparents were in school, they had classes such as home ec and shop and all different things that taught different skills. Now, I want to be unbelievably clear. I think math, science, history, English, all those things are 
are amazingly important and it helps kids develop their mind and who they are. But I think at an early age in our country and in the world in general is we need to discuss goals and personal development and have kids realize and look for what they want to do and what they want to try. And I think the best part about about young kids and, and having three young kids myself is is they're just so optimistic about what they want to do. And my three kids have changed what they quote unquote want to be when they get older a few times. And I love that because it's rare that somebody decides at two or three years old that what they want to do because you need to try different things. So I would say long-winded answer, but it's definitely looking at goals and personal development and how we can incorporate that within the current economics, uh, excuse me, educational system, because I don't think we need to completely revamp everything. I just think we need to make a couple changes. And I think if we started at an early age with our kids saying, what do you want to do in life? What do you want to try? What do you want to experiment? How can you improve your speaking, your math skills, your presenting skills? How can you maybe be a better baseball player if that's something you want to do? And I think if we tweaked it a little bit, I think we'd have a huge success to five, 10, 12 years down the road. Yeah. Oh my God. Mindfulness, man. It's just, it's that word mindfulness is just popping out at me when you say all of that, um, to really be mindful with your children. And I'm, and it sounds like you're a father that does that a lot with their own kids and, uh, sitting them down and, 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 and propelling what they should do with their life by just having the question for them. And those quality of questions lead to a quality of life. And um, I would love to talk to you about that for four more hours, but I want to ask you another question about just, it's sort of like a, a givings, givings question. What is a, a thought that you're kind of ashamed about having throughout the day, but you just you know it's total BS, man, but you keep having that thought. Definitely it comes down to to money. And and for me it's it's you have bills and I've got kids and everybody has things they have to do and, and it's not so much shameful per se, but what, what I'm trying to retrain my mind and, and refocus is the word and the concept abundance. And the reason being is abundance is not a million dollars or ten million dollars, but what abundance is, it's having enough. And for me, I want to change my mindset of, you know, I want to have money. I want to make the sale. I want to get this event or I want to do that into flipping the, the script, flipping the switch where you say, I want to be financially abundant so I can give back to others and I can help others. So I think for me, a little bit of the selfishness of, okay, forget the money and forget the sales, but let's tweak it to being financially abundant. So not only can I help take care of my family in our future, but more importantly, I want to be able to help and take care of other people as well. Dude, I love that. Oh, man. That's so, it's such, see, when I ask some people that question, they don't know how to answer it only because um, I think it's just self-awareness, really. Um, awareness is just so, so, so vital to our characters as we, you know, grow. And, and I think the the huge difference of wisdom and someone that is just, um, you know, educated is the the self-awareness aspect. So I see that, and it kind of leads me into my next question, which is podcasting. Honestly, how have you seen yourself grow since you started podcasting, and how has your podcast changed since you started it? That's an awesome question, and I've asked similar questions to a couple of my friends that are podcast hosts as well. And I go back to some of my earlier podcasts, and, and I'm not critical of myself, but I'm definitely analytical, and I, I listen to things again, and 
I have to say that when I listen to my early podcast, I say, and I think that, I don't say that they were horrible, but compared to now, I think they're they're a lot better. But I think what I've tried to do is is I've been extremely fortunate, and I, I appreciate the opportunity to be to be on your awesome show here. Um, but I've been so fortunate to be on other people's shows, but more importantly, to have some of the guests that I have. And the thing that I try to do, and and I definitely don't do it all the time, and I'm nowhere near perfect about it, but I try to make the experience for my guests a positive one where I give them an opportunity to share their story or tell some of the things that they're doing or working on or like you've done an amazing job today. And this show is ask the open-ended questions. And I'm sure most of your listeners know what an open-ended question is, but an open-ended question is a question that doesn't have a yes or no answer. And it's the question that like you've done is you dig deep, not only just getting to know the guest and let them talk a little bit about it. But for me, it's, I look at it as how can I, and what questions can I ask that the guest will be able to answer in an extent and to a specific reason where the listeners will say, wow, or let me think about this, or you know what, I haven't thought about that. And I think the other component is I try to change my questions up. I try to dig a little bit deeper. But the best part about podcasts, and you obviously know it yourself because you're a host of a successful show, is not every single show or any show that I've done has gone exactly where I want it to go, meaning a guest will answer a question totally different or a guest might not answer a question that I thought they would, but they'd take another question and take it to a whole different way. And all of a sudden, as the, as the host, you kind of have to say, wow, this is a really interesting interview or this totally went in a different direction. Would you mind if we take a deeper dive in that concept? Or flip side is if things get off track or what you kind of, as a host, you need to make sure that things stay, stay on focus. So it's, it's a really interesting component, but I think the best part about podcasting, is, as I briefly mentioned, is I've had some amazing people that have way better shows, way more successful shows that have been willing to give me five minutes, ten minutes. And for me, I love to learn from the best. Man, that is so – I love that answer. I, First of all, I want to say thank you for even thinking of my podcast as successful. Um, and second of all, I want to say uh, that it, you're so right. It's like it, – it, it's like when I used to do improv, like life is not written um, in a way where you can just read read away and everything's going to go just the way it's supposed to go. But that's why I love podcasting because I just love, I love, I'm curious with the word curiosity and how someone actually uh, operates in the world. And I guess I'm, I'm, I'm fascinated by people and, and I'm not fascinated by just everybody, but I'm mostly fascinated by people that have this clear want to change. And I think a lot of podcast listeners as well as podcasters um, have a clear want to change their circle of people um, for not only the betterment of their people, but the betterment of themselves at the same time. And so I, uh, I just like to ask you two more questions because I, dude, I would love to do like a four-hour-long episode. So I'm gonna have you, <laughs> I'm gonna have you bring you on back. But uh, just two more questions: is uh, how can anybody that's listening to this right now, and how can I just like support you? Like honestly, like support the heck out of you and and your mission of no quit living and anything else that you want to say. Just fire away. Well, I I truly appreciate that, and I ask a similar question or two on my show because I think it's important to to give back. So I have a very, very simple and easy answer to that. And that is 
just how I got into into listening to podcasts was I was looking for a way to not only improve different areas of my life, but I was looking to learn more about other people and things. So I initially started listening to business podcasts and sports podcasts, and it's now gone to all different categories. But I would say is for anybody that's looking for some inspiration or motivation to tune into the No Quit Living podcast, we can, you can find it on iTunes, Google Play, or Stitcher Radio. And we have guests from all walks of life, some very famous that you might know, some that you probably don't. But what we try to do every episode is inspire people to never give up on themselves, their goals, or their dreams. And I love connecting with people. So I would I would love if anybody wants to connect, they can always reach out to me. I always give my personal email address, which is chris at noquitliving.com. They can check out our website, noquitliving.com, or we also have a Facebook page and an Instagram, both under those two names. But for me, it's all about connecting with different people. And like I said uh, a couple minutes ago, is I've had so many amazing people that have given me their time, and I love to, to give back and connect with people. So if any of your listeners want to connect or have any questions or whatnot, would love the opportunity to speak to them if it makes sense. Yes. Oh, gosh. Oh, man. Yeah, please don't make it hard on yourself by not taking that moment, that behavior that you know you can adopt today by Instagramming, Facebook, tweeting this. And I get it. Like, maybe you hear this stuff time and time again to just reach out when you know you need help or ask a question, but you don't do it. So if you have a question, a pain point in your life, why not just ask a a fellow that you just listened to on a podcast like Chris or myself and just ask that question or maybe quote something that we said in your your Facebook or or Twitter or Instagram account and just reach out and, and create the conversation because Chris is so right. His life changed when he started changing his inner circle. Um, and uh, I'd like to leave off with, is there anything, Chris, that you wish that I would have asked you or that you'd like to say and leave off this show? No, you did a, a awesome, awesome job. There's no question per se. But one thing that I always kind of end when, when guests ask those or similar questions is it's not a question in life if you're going to have an obstacle or if you're going to encounter a challenge or for many people, many challenges. The question is, what are you going to do about it? Are you going to give up? Are you going to give in? Or are you going to get up and keep going? So for any of your listeners out there, whether they're individuals, business people, entrepreneurs, high school kids, younger, older, it doesn't matter, is you are going to encounter different obstacles and challenges in life. The question is, like I said, is don't give up, or not the question is, but just don't give up. Don't give up on yourself. Don't give up on your dreams. Don't give up on your goals and keep going. Even if you have to go through the motions today to get to tomorrow, or even if you have to have an okay day to get to a better day, to get to your best day, keep going. And, and the one thing you said is just reach out to somebody. And if you're having that tough day or a tough challenge and you don't, you don't think you can keep going, pick up the phone, send a text, go see a friend and, and know that if you do the right things by others, karma and those amazing things come back to you tenfold. So just keep going and, and don't give up. 100% true. Chris, thank you so much for being on the show. I don't think this is going to be the last time we will be talking. I I just, dude, I, I love what you're doing. I love the No Quit Living uh, inspiration. And it's not just inspiration, though. I don't really like the word inspiration. It's something that's really, it's directly charging the heart, and it's making it pump in a new pattern. 
um, that it wasn't used to pumping in. And I think that's really, 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 really hard to do in life. Uh, and, um, you know, I come from a background of just loving podcasts. And when I heard your podcast, I'm really critical on podcasts. And it wasn't one that was just like, oh, this is like every other podcast. It really stuck out to me. So I want to proud of anybody that is looking for a podcast that sticks out. Please go head over to No Quit Living Podcast. And um, until then, Chris, uh, we'll, we'll talk next time. Definitely, man. I appreciate it. And thank you again for the opportunity. Oh, absolutely, man. there's another episode of scratch your own itch uh thank you so much for taking the time out of your day to support the show by listening um the biggest compliment you could ever pay me is just by sharing this because honestly it doesn't take much and it feels so good when people create something and take time and when i see someone take time to create something that really just changed my day either made me feel less alone, made me put a smile on my face, made me laugh, made me feel wiser. I always want to share it with the world because why? When I share something that resonates with me, why not share it? I mean, that's just kind of the thing that goes around and it's free. It takes no time at all other than just a click of the button, share. On either Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, any of those social media platforms would be great to share this. So I really appreciate it. And I want to say that um, anybody who's looking to gain authority or expertise in their area and they don't want to take another year or year and a half to write a book and wait until that's published, I think the best way is right now is to start a podcast. So if you're at all interested in starting a podcast, if you meet the certain requirements, I'd love to help you with a podcast and also get a website going for you as well. And this is not an easy task. It's hard to actually get it done and get it out there. So every now and then we need some help and I'm here for you. So please reach me at Logan at LoganTylerNelson.com if you're interested at all. And don't ever forget, you matter and you're enough.